Got my niggas with me and they coming with the heater show Ain't talking about guns, I'm speaking of the stupid flow Creeping up behind you, blowing out your granium Blow, damn, damn you, back at it with another one Yeah, welcome to Speak May Speak Podcast episode motherfucking 23 And um, yeah, we back to the social distancing again So it's like permanent down here it's mad counties out here. Um, I was definitely telling nobody to get their ass up in there. Um, in the crib. I was outside yesterday. And um, clearly people was like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? I was like, I was socially distancing. I'm away from everybody. It's just outside. Nobody was around me. But um, I guess now nobody took a, a, a liking to that shit. So I stayed my ass in the house today. <laughs> Niggas was not happy when they was in my shit. They're like, bro, you supposed to be staying your ass in the house. And I'm like, all right, the corona's thing going. It's not going to not come get me in the house, but all right, fuck it. Nanny McFay. So, what in the hell are you talking about? You talking about me? No. I want to say, damn, it kind of threw me off. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God damn, uh, Jazz talking about some Nanny McPhee shit. <laughs> See, I didn't know actually what she said. I was just... Yeah, I heard I something, and I was going to just roll past it. You feel me? We was just going to be like, all right. She already right, right, right. Nah, this shit going to be all up, in the, all up in the shit. The sippy cup and got, got a little loose. You got some, you got some, jingle, you got some jungle juice in that sippy cup, man? Yo, she's... <laughs> all right. Anyway. We're on another episode of ABCs of Relationships, and we made it all the way to I, guys. It's a beautiful right? thing. And um, I is for insecurities. Yeah. Oof. And uh, everybody got them. Jesus, help Everybody us got them. There's different levels to um, your insecurities or how much you take them in consideration and, and having them control your life. Like shit I don't like to talk about. Yeah, I I mean I knew we, this was gonna be one of them niggas just like yo nigga for real. So I appreciate y'all niggas being on this episode because <laughs> man niggas dodged my shit. They was like, what what's what's the topic? Insecurities? Nah, next week. <laughs> <laughs> nah, next week quick. Like no, don't want to talk about those. See, that. See, that in itself is an insecurity. Yeah, they insecure about putting the insecurities out because it's an insecurity. What do you expect to do? If they, the, the definition of insecurities is literally uncertainty or anxiety about oneself. So okay, how that definition ready? Oh yeah. Stay ready. You ain't gotta get ready. You feel me? <laughs> so, with that being said, where do y'all man um, insecurities manifest from? Um, All right, I'll start because I see y'all niggas. I, I already got mine. I'm ready to talk about my shit. It's okay. So mine is manifest from I like a certain amount of attention when I want it, right? Yeah. And when I was younger, uh, I can do damn near what I want, but it wasn't till I moved to Georgia. Like I got the attention I wanted. I moved to Georgia, and there's like a new area, new people. My fan wasn't down here. All that shit. So there's certain times I would crave attention and when I didn't get it it felt like man you don't fuck with me like that like what is I'm doing so that manifests itself like I might need to do something else or do something you like to be able to get the attention that I wanted yeah so yeah 
That's 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 one of my I guess the major one. Every other one I can kinda of work through, like that's not even that serious. But that one that, that fucks with me the most is that insecurity. Like once I feel like I can't get your attention or attention's going elsewhere, like all right, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. Sometimes I could be overthinking it. Sometimes I'm pretty sure I'm right. But um, about what I'm speculating on. Speak, but, speak to the people. You said what? I said speak to the people. Yeah, because sometimes, you know what I mean, when I keep some shit changing, I'll be like, oh, what's that? <laughs> oh, there's something there. What the fuck is going on over there? So, yeah, so that's what mine's manifest from. So, you better, somebody better jump in before I pick somebody. Yeah. That's more of. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> where does your insecurities manifest from, ma'am? Um, Jesus Christ. Um, I would just say, younger when I was younger, I was bullied a lot. Um, about just like being a kid, like just different little different things. Like, I wasn't always accepted by the people I wanted to be accepted by because of, you know, how I look and all this other type of stuff. And, um, or I was talked about and then asked people, like, asked my so-called friends who people were talking about and they were really talking about me. Like, they would be like, oh, I don't know who they're talking about. Come to find out they were talking about me. So I guess it just comes from, like, just being bullied in, in, in elementary school and in middle school. And then, like, also, like you said, not getting the tension that you craved from certain people. So it just made you feel like, you know, you weren't as um, up to par as everybody else in your social group. So I guess that's that's just where, you know, they come from. All my insecurities come from. Not being accepted. All right. I'm, I'm scrolling through the shit. I'm like, hmm, who, any, many, money more. No, wait, wait. With. I have a question. Okay. Is it insecurities in your relationship or just insecurities in general? Insecurities in general, because sometimes the insecurities in general can manifest Still in your relationship. In your relationship, exactly. Okay, I could go. Um, <laughs> okay, so what is it? Insecurities. Okay, so no, I guess weight and body image, um, it stems from there for me. Because growing up, like I was always like chubby. I always had a stomach, always had a gut in my lap. And my mom always let me hear it at school. They let me hear it. Pig nose, fat girl, all of the above. And so now as I'm an adult, like, and say I see people who I haven't seen in 10 plus years, they'll be like, oh my goodness, you look so good. You're so skinny. And I just don't see it. What, what is skinny? What, what does that mean? Like, that fucks with my head. Like, I can't take a compliment. And that stems over and fucks up a lot of different relationships. And um, it... it it's not that I care so much what others think, but society instills that in your head. So it's like I fight, I battle with that. Because at the end of the day, as long as I'm secure, everything else should fall into place and be okay. But um, my image and how I feel like I go out into the world affects a lot of my insecurities as well. And then attention was a really good starting factor because um, in general, if I feel like I'm giving attention to whatever friendship, relationship, whatever it is, I feel like I want it, want it to be recipro- 
reciprocated. And if it's not, then I feel like it's something within me or something that I'm not doing or something that I should be doing that I wreck my brain about. So, yeah, both of those things. I can't see you fat shot. Like, that shit's crazy. Yeah, I, I got pictures. People, That's... So many people say that. Like, no, fat, yes. Gut in my lap. Fat face. I have booty. Now I'm making a little booty song because I don't have any booty. I used to have a booty. <laughs> Yo. Yo. <laughs> don't let them take precious things like that. No, you just, got, just got baby cakes now. That's all that is. You know what I mean? Just got little cupcakes. Little cupcakes? Yep. Okay. I, 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 don't know person, I don't know a person in the world that doesn't like cupcakes. So well, they, some people suck the icing off in one go. What you mean? <laughs> exactly. Just saying, you know, one go the icing <laughs> gone. Are, are, are you one of those people? <laughs> oh, Where does your insecurities manifest from, Fahad? <laughs> Um, you know, I think uh, when it comes to insecurities, it it comes from you know what my ideal image of the topic at hand, and if I don't have it, or if I don't show that or display that, then there, that's where you know the insecurity stems from. You know, for but it also depends on the environment I'm in. Um, like for example, around my friends, I might you might catch me freestyling. But if I was ever in public, I'd be insecure about it, even though I know I'm just as trash with them as I am without them. <laughs> but when I'm with you those I'm comfortable part, with... You can speak for yourself. I was in there. Oh, man. You said what? What'd you say, uh, Aaron? I said, if you talk about that, that fight party, I was in there. You speak for yourself. I'm not trash. <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, no, nah, I'm, nah, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying in general, like you know, that's where a lot of my insecurities came from. I mean, no, just kind of, you know, just that ideal image of something. And if I am not that, but enforced or or give myself the courage to mm-hmm. display it, then I'll probably be insecure about it the entire way. Um, in terms of insecurities that I've had growing up, um. Honestly, I don't know. Like me, I've always been a, a a more athletic dude. So now that I'm growing up, and I'm, I, I look at myself as somebody who needs to lose like a little bit of a little bit of weight. Um. So, but the entire the, the whole population to tell you, nah, you nah, you good, you good. You don't need to lose more weight. You already you already skinny. But it's like I ran track. I did sports my whole life. So when when adulthood took its toll, it was like, yo, bro, what's good? You know, um, so everybody will always, you know, what, you know, you can't, you can't force your hand on someone else's opinion or someone else's thoughts. If they feel insecure about it, they just do. And so that's kind of one of the things for me. It's just, it's been that. So um, that's why I constantly, and I'm, I'm always trying to work out, but I think I'm starting to accept it more and more because at this point, these abs, they, they not coming back. Like they, they kind of gone for good. Um, I refuse to do that, bro. I'm not going to work. Dick, work thing, bro. I can't there, refuse bro. to let that shit go. I, I'm trying not to let it go, but it's like, it's it, it's to a point where I'm, you know, it's almost like, hell, just like how Corona is right now. It's like, it's almost like accepting the new norm. Like, this is kind of what it is right now. 
And so you just kind of have to accept it because unless you're willing to work twice or three times as hard to change it, then, you know, it's what you got. Am I accepting? Am I accepting at this moment? No, are you willing to work two or three times harder to get the math back? Nope, that's why I'm looking like this. <laughs> there you go, dog. We struggle so mode on a thousand. Yeah, no, I'm I'm chilling now. But I mean, I do my I mean, I do my ad workouts and stuff like that. But the the input is definitely greater than the output. So you know. Hey man, it's just gonna take some time. But you in there? You got it. Right, 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 right. All right, you know. Miss Sue, where do your insecurities manifest from? Um, a lot of the same things that other people have said already, as well as uh, I know a lot stem from my relationship with my mother, especially in, during childhood. Um, also stemmed with the fact that I'm adopted. Um, and like the dynamic of my family and just the beginning stages of life and a lot of questions mm-hmm. and stuff. So I know a lot of them stem from that. Uh, and then just, you know, life, as you get older, you go through different um, circumstances. And sometimes when you don't handle them the way that you wanted to or thought you might when you envisioned them at first or when you don't, some shit you never thought might happen to you and you have to handle it but it kind of knocks you down sometimes. So, you know, I have insecurities from obstacles that I've faced, some that I've gotten over, some that I'm still working on. Um, but majority of them definitely come from childhood, my relationship with my mom, and the adoption factor. Okay. All right. Mr. G4. Yeah, yeah. Where do your insecurities manifest from? Uh, I'm pretty much on the same tip that Jasmora was on. Like, uh, when I was younger, I was definitely bullied, um, not uh, physically, but verbally, just because I have alopecia. So, growing up, like, shit was, like, absolutely weird. Say what? I'm over there coughing with the Coronas. Yeah. Oh, my God. But shit, uh, shit was absolutely ridiculous. Um, you know, just because I looked different, I was pretty much uh, excluded from most, if not all, social circles. Um, people would look at me and think I was contagious. Like, if I touched them, then they would get uh, alopecia. Kids um, are so fucking cruel. Hey, it was like that. Um, I mean, people, you know, people feel what they don't know. Yeah, that's just And so, uh, you know, it was that. Um, you know, I used to get bullied verbally, by guys, girls, shit. Uh, sometimes even the teachers would just treat me different because every other kid would treat me different. Um, I remember, I think it was like third or fourth grade. Um, you know, I, I just was an easy target for some reason. Like my art teacher had like snatched me up because she was having a bad day for no reason. She got fired, but you know. Um, what? Yeah. Yeah, bro. Uh, some 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 teachers gonna get to get beat up. That's yeah, what my kid like that, yo. Yeah, no, my dad was hot. Like <laughs> they had to hide her because he, he came up there. But um, yeah, it was stuff like that. Um, pretty much since first grade, first grade all the way until eleventh grade, I was dealing with the same shit. So I didn't know. And that's that's why sometimes I can be socially awkward. Um, 
during those stages because I had to learn what was acceptable socially. I had to learn how to dress myself. I had to learn how to talk to people in situations. I had to learn how to do like all that stuff myself because I didn't have homies to teach me that shit. You know what I mean? So now it's more of me uh, not being that way as much. Because once I got older, I, I you know I realized those same people that were clowning me, I'm doing like ten times better than they are. You know, so it's just like none of that shit really matters. So it's like okay, and you know I look at myself now like fuck that shit. I'm handling all this shit. You know what I'm saying? Because y'all talking all that shit, and now you got like eight different baby mamas, and you broke and all that shit. And I'm I'm thriving out here. So. <laughs> Not, not, not even to throw that shit in your face. It's just like, bro, like, who's you peaked in high school, bro? So, you know, that's that is what it is. Shit. But uh, yeah, I shouldn't on them in the afterlife, man. Yeah. Well, and and let me ask you a question: What happened before first grade and after eleventh grade? Uh, before first grade, I didn't have alopecia. Um, they think well, it, it, it is stress related. Um. They think it happened after my grandmother passed because I was close to her. And that's like when I started getting it, like around five, six. And, you know, that's when you enter in like first grade, like period, like five, six years old. And then 11th grade is when like I learned how to, I started dressing better because like my parents used to buy my clothes. And I was just like, ah, I don't really like this, but because you spent money on it, like I'm aware just so you won't feel, you know, bad about it. But then after a while, I was just like, eh, nah, let me buy my own clothes because uh, this ain't in right now. So then I started buying my own clothes. I figured out how to dress. I got my first girlfriend. I was doing all the shit that everybody was doing. And I was doing it better than they were doing it. So. I was doing it better than what these niggas was doing. Yeah, thanks. So, uh, Having African parents are definitely increasing insecurity. I say what? what African parents? I say having African before. <laughs> Boy, if you don't know how to dress before, they're not going to make it any better. <laughs> That's crazy, dog. It takes your soul out. So, yeah, that, that, that helped. You know what I'm saying? Because this is like, okay, why are you with your girl? You with your girl because everything is said. You're supposed to have a girlfriend. You're supposed to be smashed. You're supposed to be blah. No, I'm with my girlfriend because I actually like my girl. Like you're with your girlfriend, so you can keep up with everyone else. Like, uh, you can have that. I'm, I'm actually having a good time over here. You worried about what other people think about who you're with? Like, uh, okay, that's cool. Bang! He walked right into my next question. So, with this next question, how did you, or are you working to overcome those particular insecurities? Um, do you want me to answer that now? Well, you already answered it. Actually, you didn't even realize it. You already answered it yourself. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You feel me? So, because with mine, I more so don't necessarily uh, uh, equate not getting attention to something going on all the time. Like, some, you know what I'm saying? Wait for the signs. Don't automatically just jump to conclusions. And thinking like, oh, shit, I got to switch what I'm doing to get that back. Like, not all the time that it is. It's sometimes the person that's you know, might be having other shit in their mind or other shit going on to where you're not top priority. It is what it is. It happens. But that's, it's on my, on my behalf, it's selfish what my insecurity is. Because I want your attention, but it's only when I want it. You feel me? Like, if you give me, give it to me and I'm not really receptive at the time, I might be standoffish. 
and it's never on purpose. It's just like ah, I just don't want it right now. But it's selfish on my behalf because you want it. You know what I'm saying? You want the attention that's given right now. So it's like I've been trying to most definitely balance balance that and stop being so single minded when it comes to that that aspect. Like I'm pretty good at not being that way in other, you know what I'm saying, particular characters in my in myself to be able to know and be objective and all that good shit. But when it comes to that, I just get real selfish. Cause I've seen everybody else be selfish when I give mine and I don't get it back. So I always like throw it back on people and I have to be conscious of not doing that. That shit's not cool. You know what I'm saying? Eventually you're going to get what you want it's from the right person or from whoever you want it from. You'll get it. Just don't be forcing that shit. You feel me? So I'm actually working on that aspect of it. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> so that was deep. That was a lot. That, 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 was, that, that was deep breath. That was it. <laughs> that, oh, that was it? I, I hit a, did I hit a point for everybody up in this bitch room real quick? Because that's what it seemed like. No, nah, I mean, that's, like I said, we dealing with different stuff. So, I mean, like I said previously, for me, it's just about like, okay, if nobody's going to boost you, nigga, boost yourself. You know what the fuck you got going on. Like, okay, nobody thinks that you're handsome. You got to think that you're handsome. Yeah. Right? With girls, nobody thinks you're pretty. You got to think you're pretty. And then, like, I, I always say this, inner peace is outwardly contagious. So if you good with yourself, everybody got to be good with you because you're not going to accept nobody else's bullshit. So they either get with it or they can get out the way. So is it self-boosting and acceptance or delusion? No, I think it's it's it's, it's acceptance if you're not a, a narcissist with it. Like, oh, like, you can be, you know what I'm saying, self-accepting. And be like, yeah, I'm handsome, I'm pretty, second and third, whatever. But then when it comes to the point where you're thinking that and you're putting others down because you think that, that's not how you do it. Mm. But that's a fine line because once you start boosting yourself enough to where you don't disregard like other people's opinion, even at a benefit of yourself, that narcissism can creep out and be one one hell of a bitch. Well, I mean, that's, that just goes to show also that you have to have a teachable spirit. And see, it, it, it's a difference when you started off being like that and then you have to be taught how to be acceptive of other people's opinions when it's beneficial to you versus when you started off when people were talking shit about you and now you're boosting yourself. Then I feel like you'll know the difference versus because like you had a, you had this delusion to where your looks got you everything. And then you actually had that wake up call to where it's just like, oh, shit, my looks can't get me anywhere. I actually got to have smarts behind this. I actually have to have the talent behind this. Oh, shit. Then you're going to get that wake-up call. Okay, now let me have a teachable spirit. And then for some people, it's too late versus with me, I think it's just like, okay, I already had that teachable spirit. I already wanted to treat people how I wanted to be treated. So now let me just work on myself. People spend so much time worried about themselves, they don't worry about other people, and then that's when they get the game fucked up. Mm, Point. Point. All right. Well, (laughs) If you're dealing with like a significant other dating, you know, saying fiance, wife, president, all that good title shit, right? And you're dealing with them, can you deal with how much of their insecurities can you deal with before you be like, bro, you got to do something about this? You got to talk to somebody, something. Well, you just just said fiance, wife. Before we even get there, that's going to be worked on. No, I said whatever whatever title you want to be worked on, like whatever (laughs) title you want. Whatever's how that person is. 
can you deal with that person's I never want to say can you deal with the insecurity because you probably already would have known that some of the insecurities are there. How long are you willing to be there and bear with that shit before you be like it's too much? I mean, it it, it also depends mm. on when they reveal it to you. Because if you don't get it until you're married, then it's like, oh shit, they already signed the dotted line. I guess it is what it is. Um, you know, that's when you hit the you know love or conquer all. Or you're just like, you know what, it's a little too much for me. I'm, I'm going to have to back out. Um, if I had known this from the beginning, I wouldn't have married, you know, gotten with you now. You know, that kind of thing. But it really it really does depend. Um, and, yeah, it depends on when they tell you. And it depends on what the insecurity is. So if you have a couple of examples, I, I'll gladly tell you when and when I will and won't accept. Or at least um, try to. I hear that. For me... I mean, it all, yeah, like it really, it really just depends. Like, we, before I even date you, or, you know, not even date, all before right, I'm. Cool. No, I don't even do that because I know where your, I know when your breaking point is, nigga. Huh. We ain't even gotta do that because your breaking point is pretty much, you don't like getting accused of shit that you're not doing. I mean, you already know that. So it's like, it's like once you get once it gets too much, and after a while, it's like you can't. You don't have no evidence. You just out here just speculating. Once it gets too much, you you're out. But yours yours is not abruptly yeah. out. Yours takes some time for, for sure. to get in your skin. For sure, like it, it's it's gonna take a minute for me because I have hella patience. Because it's just like okay, again, I wouldn't want I wouldn't do anything to you that I wouldn't want done to me. So it's just like, if I'm trying to work on something, I would expect you to have patience with me. So I'm going to have patience with you. Okay, let's talk about this. How can we figure this out? Okay, cool. This is what it is. Oh, okay, well, let's try doing this, this, this. Okay, then we're trying it. And then that shit's not working. Okay, let's try something different. There's, there's more than one way to do something. But then if we've exhausted all the techniques and all the possibilities, and then now you're just lashing out because you feel like that's what's best, and you coming from my throat over no reason, and I, then then I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna either walk out and and let you know I need some space. And if you keep chasing me while I'm trying to gain space, then shit's gonna blow up, and then it's not gonna be good. Cause I'm not that type of dude. Like when I argue, I don't yell at all. Like okay, let's talk. This is the calm down. Let's just talk about this. When Mm, then that's when that's when that meeting starts to go up. So it's just said, like, mm. <laughs> so like a parent. Mm, don't touch that shit over there. Yeah, like so you know, like I'm a very, very, very patient person in my relationships. Like I don't do no extra shit. Like if I feel like shit is out of place, I'm not gonna jump to conclusions and like attack you. I would be like, okay, like, what's really going on? Am I tripping? Let me think about it. Let me think about it. Let me think about it. It could be this. It could be that. It could be me. It could be, okay, let me get all of that together, and then I would just compile evidence based off of what I'm seeing as a pattern. Okay. I was right. Okay. I was wrong. Let me apologize. And then that's just how I take So. Yeah, but how many sorries is too many sorries? The, it becomes too many sorries when your behavior doesn't change. Mm. Like, you can say sorry, but if you say sorry and then you go back and keep doing the same thing and expect that I'm going to forgive you after you said sorry, like, oh, all I got to do is say sorry. Now you're trying to take advantage, and I can see that shit. So you're not sorry. You meant that shit for however many times you did that. 
Yeah. You hurt my feelings. I didn't mean to. It wasn't on purpose. Yeah, all right. I could. Yeah, all right. Come on, bring it in. You know, you know, have me ever somebody that's sorry trying to get that hug. You're like, nigga, don't touch me. <laughs> bro, that happens a lot. But uh no, nah, bro, it's just it's just I'm I'm really trying to work this out. And if you're not trying to work it out, then what's the point of us being together? Like, I can say, you know, the same thing a thousand different ways. It should only take one time for you to understand that. You know what I'm saying? Like, so if I'm if I'm trying to break through to you in more ways than one and you're not getting it, then you're just going to have to move on and go in separate directions. I know you said move on in separate directions. So you're just going to break it up right then. Like, fuck it. It's over with. Just, just let it be. Like I said, it's not, it's not going to be right then. It's going to be over time. It, it's like a it's like a slow burn. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, I got into this relationship, and it's kind of like you poisoned me, and I didn't feel it until later. It's like okay, like I'm I'm getting short on because you know what I'm saying I'm suffocating. This shit hurts. It's like ah. Eh. I got to get out of here before the shit gets worse and I actually do die. Like, I, I can't I can't keep dealing with the same shit over and over and expecting different results. Now I'm insane and I refuse to be. Shit, I ain't mad at that. Niggas be thinking niggas is crazy. And I'm like, no, I'm not crazy. I just see something that I'm not willing to fucking deal with. Exactly. All right. Well, I was looking up certain things, right? I mean, I came across these little, uh, these points that I wanted to not necessarily divulging, but we kind of want to cross these when we talk about causes and insecurities. And some of them be low self-esteem or confidence. They could be negative experiences in the past, like with mine, with my moving, with Sue and her parents, or I say with their mother and Aaron, with, you know what I'm saying, getting bullied and things of that nature. And one that caught my eye was attachment styles. What it mean about like unhealthy reliance on emotional needs um, being met. And because I realized, like, out of all the little things they were actually going through, I think that's my one, like, I guess you want to put an archetype, will be that. You feel me? I think I, would, yeah, I think I fit in that shit on, certain, on a certain level. You feel me? Because okay. I feel like there's certain, there's certain times I want emotional needs met, and if they're not met by, like, you know, they say love yourself before you can let somebody love you. Even, like, it's kind of like on that same um, that same realm. You feel me? Where mm-hmm. you should be able to satisfy your own emotional needs and somebody should come add to it instead of trying to fill your exactly. whole cup. Like, at least let them fill half the cup, not the whole cup. Because they don't fill the whole cup, now you disappointed. And you feel like, damn, my nigga, you ain't really looking out. When it should be like, nah, I should be filling your whole fucking cup anyway. Matter of fact, speaking of how Will Smith said it, Will Smith said, it, said, said that shit perfectly. He was more so like, if... You don't bring happiness in. If you're not happy happy with yourself, you can't expect nobody to make you happy. And then to bring that, put that person in responsibility to fulfill your happiness is unfair. Yeah, you're responsible for your own happiness. Yeah. So it's like, if you're not putting in the work to make yourself happy, like, nigga, how you expect somebody else to know how to make you happy? You feel me? That's right. And I most definitely had to take that in consideration with certain things that I be doing. Uh... Another point was, like, personal life fulfillment. Like, if you didn't fulfill whatever you felt like you was trying to do in life and you're in this point where you're stuck, like, 
They're like, damn, nigga, I wasn't supposed to be doing all this shit. You can manifest that as into something that can be a stronghold on your relationship. Um, damn, I had to deal with that. That's crazy. Yeah, just having someone look like I should be in this position and I'm not, and I see you doing what you want to do, seeing you get what you want to get. And now Boy. Like, you should fall back and let me catch up to you instead of you taking off without me. You know what I mean? Feeling like they Bruh, left behind oh and now they got to struggle and, and basically hang on to your coattails and they, they feel resentment on, on that aspect. Um, Bruh. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And uh, the last point was um, past relationship experiences and not dealing with those and bringing them into your new or, you know, future relationships to where there wasn't no problem to begin with. Now you're making the problem because you bring yourself from back then into this. And blowing Bro, the whole shit up. Last two was close to home. Because that's what that's exactly what I had to deal with. Uh personal uh life fulfillment or lack thereof. Yeah, personal life fulfillment or lack thereof and uh bring it past relationships to new relationships. Them two right there. I'm just like you wilding on me. And that that's I'm not even doing the things you're saying I'm doing, like, or, oh, you at the studio too much, like, oh, like. I didn't know what's so All interesting. Right. Yo, what's interesting about this episode right now, and I just peeped, it's such mm-hmm. a conversation about a, a relationship, sort of, and then you realize, like, three of the chicks that's on here ain't never been in no quote-unquote relationship. Um, I didn't say oh, that. Oh, my bad. Yeah, I hit, I hit a button. That, that, that. No, but, but I knew you was going to say something about us because all three of us have been hella quiet. But I mean, y'all also have been pretty much covering the topics. And then this is the ABC of relationships, and we're not in a relationship right now. So, you know, some of this shit don't really apply. But like I, mean, I said, I'm not in a relationship. Me neither, fuck. But the relationship, <laughs> but I said, <laughs> like I said, the last relationship I was in was six years long. So I definitely. Don't take away from the fact that I have been in a relationship and we went through right. all the shit you could go through. Plus, right. like you feel me? Like I've definitely been through the trenches while dealing with my insecurities and being young mm-hmm. and trying to learn and all that shit. So I've definitely experienced it. I'm just not going through it at this current moment. So you know, I said, "Fuck!" I got disconnected. Uh, 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 uh. Got to work my magic real quick. Uh, uh, I still see him in here on mine. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I don't know. We probably got kicked and I was like, yeah, maybe after we join and come back. But, um, oh, shit. I just got some update about work. That shit is about to be over with. Uh, uh Damn, damn, damn. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, niggas gonna be out for a little bit. <laughs> at least, at least not two weeks. Anyway, they most definitely trying to keep business going. They most definitely said, like, oh, we're not shutting down for two weeks. You can't do it. They can't do it. So, uh, fuck. Well, that kind of threw me off. Look, look. 
What is this? Well, we were talking about insecurities and, uh, you know. Yes. I guess I didn't answer your question as to what would be my breaking point. Um, as I, It depends on the level of the relationship. Like, if we marry, we getting through shit. So, Dev do is part of something that I take very seriously. So, I don't plan on getting married until that is something that is agreed upon. So death do us part can mean that I'm the one that you feel me takes you out if you cross the line, but ain't shit happening until that you feel me ain't no getting out of this. Shit. I um, mean, so that's, that's just that's just how I feel, and that's also because of past relationships, not relationships, but like my parent, my dad, and my mom, the two that adopted me. We're married for 22 years and then divorced. And then my dad has been with my stepmom for now 21, 22 years and shit like that. And they went through some shit not too long. Like, I just didn't see shit that should be grounded and already established fall the fuck apart. And I don't plan on, on settling until I'm sure. Like, you feel me? Because a lot of it stems from people not really knowing each other and still hopping into it anyway. I'm not trying to do that. Well, so, you know, how we get there, and granted, shit happens, but that's just you tell me how I feel. But before we get there, I, I mean, I'm real empathetic and sympathetic, and I've been through a lot of shit, and I know what it feels like to feel like you don't have someone and to want to be that for somebody, especially if I'm in a relationship. So there's a lot of shit that I'm willing to work on if they're willing to work on. Because if you're around me enough, I'm gonna get it out of you. We gonna talk like I'm gonna ask questions. What I do with myself, and if I'm gonna be in a relationship with somebody, I I want to know them. So there's it, it depends on like insecurity. Everybody has them, so it really depends on how deep the insecurity is, and like everybody else said, like what it is. Because there are some that are minor and there are some that are really major. But if the person is willing to work on it, I'm willing to work on them with it too. Like Aaron said, patience, I definitely have a lot of. It's tattooed on me. Patience is a virtue. It's literally tattooed on my body. Like, it's definitely something that I practice. So, um, I, right. you know, I put up with a, I can put up with a lot. But you feel me? Don't, don't, don't do too much. Like, you know, don't cross me. But with yeah, me, don't take it for but granted. Respectfully, we can work on a lot of shit. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, no, let, me, let me throw. Let me throw this out. Uh, 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 have my head, my homie smiles. Just hop. You know what I mean? Yo, yo. Had to introduce in the building. How y'all doing? Y'all good? Cooling, bro. How you? Good, good. Lovely. All right. So, so you so. jumped in a nice little episode of uh, ABCs of relationships, right? And mm-hmm. we on I. We talking about insecurities. And uh, where do your insecurities manifest itself from? Let's see. I would say, um, I would think like previous experiences, it wouldn't even have to just be relationships. It could just be like things that happen, just, you know, social norms could like breed insecurities. And then when it actually comes into a relationship, you know, it'll end up messing things up with, you would think how a relationship is supposed to be cookie cutter, like how it is, like on your social media platforms, all you see is the good times, but then you wouldn't be able to handle the the difficult times of, you know, what that actual person's about, where somebody could just, you know, you could be insecure of, you know, small things like 
blemishes on your body that nobody can actually see or speech, you know, maybe you stutter, maybe your accent is different. You know, small things like that could affect in a wide scale because you're going to end up having self-doubt and then it's just a downward spiral and then, you know, you're going to just start catastrophizing right there. That's the one thing I could say, yo, like Facebook, Instagram, especially Instagram, Snapchat, through everybody's insecurities, through the fucking roof. Like, absolutely, everybody's oh, yeah. putting the face on now. Like, I even caught myself doing this sometimes. I'm like, nigga, I don't even act like this. Let me, let me cut this shit the fuck out. Like, you start putting the whole fucking front up. That, 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 you, if you run into that person in real life, you're kind of like, man, you really not even built like that. Cause I Yo, don't even remember what it was, but there's, there was some interview where there's really like, there's an endorphin that's released in your body when you get like a like. Or when you post something and there's it's socially accepted, like yeah. there's literally something in your body that releases um, inside of you, and that's what makes it low key like addictive. Like it's just crazy. Yeah, you know what it is, man. It's it's recognition. You know, a lot of people never got the the attaboy, the the good job growing up. So when you're looking for like Instagramification, that like button is that's that's straight up heroin right there for you it's, it's straight dog food. so social media man listen i caught myself too you know you know those who don't know me um i'm a sneakerhead right i got all kinds of kicks it's to the point where like if i pair on on instagram or something i wouldn't have the same kicks on twice you know what i'm saying but like i'm an average dude you know what i'm saying to myself so i'm like who am i trying to impress and what am i keeping up with type deal so you know for a minute, I was like, I'm doing it for the culture. That was my excuse. But then after a while, I was like, yo, I'm doing it for myself. Like, I'm I'm really like, let me re- let me reevaluate myself real quick and like bring it back. Like, what am I really doing this for? Like, a bunch of strangers hitting the like button. Yo, your sneakers are dope. All right. But then what? You know what I'm saying? So once you get to that, but then what? Then you got to re- reevaluate yourself. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, social media is a dangerous platform if you don't know how to use it properly. Yo, you think it will work when if Instagram takes away the likes that niggas will be okay without the likes or they just going to nut up any, even more? You know what? The You take away the likes, the comments is going to go nuts. Mm, point. I mean, can't okay. you? Yeah, it's, it's yeah but can't you like, take the likes off to where niggas can't even comment on your shit? Yeah, you can. you can. Yeah, you can take it out to where they can't come. So my thing is, uh, you know, I definitely agree with what Smiles is saying because, like, that shit is that shit is for real. Uh, there's an author uh, named Kyle Newport, and he has a book called Digital Minimalism. It's all about taking a break from the addiction or the possible Please, addiction of social media. Nigga, on social media. Because what, what break are you about to get? I heard you. Read a book. Read a book. Straight up. You feel me? Like, there's other things to do besides, you know, be on social media, binge a show that you've been trying to watch, uh, draw, freaking spend some more time with your family. You know what I'm saying? Whether you got to FaceTime them or whatever you got to do, like, there's other things going on outside of that screen in front of your face. 
So there's multiple things you can do. You're right. I think that's what niggas getting caught up now. Like they're trying to figure out what to do with their life because they really can't do their regular one two to keep them distracted. Exactly. exactly. So now everybody's one with their thoughts now because all they have is number time to think. You know. Yeah, in fact, there was a chick out in like I think a teenager out in Britain that ended up killing killing herself because she always was like around people, so she craved that personal interaction. When she couldn't get that, like she took herself out. That's nah, wild. That's wild, bro. Like, and I feel like, not to say that it's you know a blessing, but it kind of is to where because people excluded me from all the social groups, I know how to live with myself. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I feel like it it, it wasn't such a big deal looking back because it's just like okay. I'm not a part of your group. Okay, now I got to stay with myself and figure out how to be cool with myself and, and learn who I am. A lot of people don't know who they are because they spend so much time trying to be what everybody Big else facts. is. Absolutely correct. Big fucking facts. Niggas out here. Yo, the gram, I know it's a side point, side point from this. The gram kind of lit, though, with these chicks trying to get their attention. Like, yo, <laughs> I'm out here. I'm not yeah, here. Oh my god! Hey, look, man, look, the double tap is real. Okay, you want my likes? <laughs> yo, my likes? but not yo. You see the increase of OnlyFans or fans only, whatever that joint's called, it's yo. going nuts. Yo, 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 yeah. Not a three six name who wasn't doing OnlyFans out here doing like scandalous, putting over there. Add me on or click the link in the bio. I'm like, yo, y'all, y'all getting. Biz right now, yo. My stripper homegirls be like, "Yo, can you help spread the word to some of your peoples?" I said, "What kind of word are you talking about? I got a page. <laughs> oh, where are you one of them now? Heard you. That shit is nuts. Oh. Like back page went down. That didn't need nothing. Only fans took over. Took over. Bro, the monthly subscriptions they be getting on there. Be I've bills, heard bills though. Chicks get like ten plus bands. From just the OnlyFans. Bars. That tax return ain't gonna be nice. They're gonna be all that shit. Store, right? You won't have to really worry about that. And, then, and with these type of uh, OnlyFans, you can have somebody out here help. Oh, you need help with taxes? Niggas be real hyped to do that then. Just to get your attention for a little bit. Facts. I'll help. Facts. Right. That's all facts. that shit clear. <laughs> as long as I get like a fifty percent discount on your subscription, girl, I'm in there. Fuck you, doing? Hey, hey, all the all the ladies is quiet. Y'all making OnlyFans right now? Yo, I know, I know, y'all thought about it. Like every chick thought about being a stripper. Like you thought about making an OnlyFans page. <laughs> I didn't even know what y'all was talking about till y'all started explaining it. I ain't, I ain't even know that was a thing. So what? It definitely ain't me. But I mean, you feel me? I didn't see people busted open on Boosie Live. But aside from that, you feel me? I don't know you feel me? Show me your pussy out there for a thousand dollars. That's just the most funniest shit. Straight up. The fact that he even has a song now too. Like what? Even a bank know that. I don't <laughs> I don't know what's going on now. But I'll be on people's live more than I ever would have been on. <laughs> but there's more people online than there ain't no tomorrow though. Like I could not like before it'd be like one or two people going on live. Now that whole top row is nothing but people going live. 
You feel me, bro? I thought um, I was the only one that was noticing that, but I don't know. Nah, like, I can't be the only one. I started, one I started getting that. on live just to see, like, all right, this is when we. Okay, I can figure out what to do with this. Like, I have a whole thing I'm trying to fucking scheme up to use live with. I'm just getting on there every once in a while just to make sure people, when they see it, they're like, oh, this nigga doing something? Just don't do it too often because I'm never on live. So it's like when I do pop on live, it's going to be like, what the fuck is this nigga Manny doing? That's why I wanted to get to. I don't want to be on there, habitually be on there not talking about not doing shit like some people be doing. Like, that's just Aggie. Why I'll click you? in your live, and as soon as I see you not doing shit, I'm clicking right out of it immediately. Straight up, I don't yo, know the fuck if my name popped up. Yo, every time I swear to God, earlier today, I clicked on somebody's live. Right, she in the kitchen cooking Maru Chan noodles, and I'm like, yo, <laughs> what are you doing? Oh my god, <laughs> you know what I'm you got the bomb that on, and you cooking Maru Chan. Like I see the rap on the corner. Like what you doing? Like. Come on. Oh, right. my God. Shaking it. Talking about some, you need a real one. What? Hey, man. <laughs> hey, hey, listen, listen. It's the stuff that counts. The fact right? that you said the whole name of the pack of ramen, I'm like, wait, what? Oh, oh. Yeah. That's what it is. I'm dead. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yo, that shit funny, dog. <laughs> don't, 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 don't. Fresh ingredients or something that already got seasoning for it. You feel me? I'm going to throw the extra slicing tomatoes in that shit. My brother used to put everything in some noodles. He'll cut up some green onions. He'll, he'll scramble some eggs. He'll fuck around, put some Doritos in that motherfucker. Put some thugs. Hold on. Hey, look. Hey, he's in another jail. See, I knew it. Well, he's on the King Kali diet. No ingredients to that concoction, my nigga. Word, once you said Doritos, I was like, oh, word, I already know where he was at. Yo, like, niggas be, I be a mad nigga. Couple, like, a couple of my homies did that. As soon as they came home, they made some of this shit, see if it would taste just as good as it did inside. Like, niggas, like, yo, we had to work our way out of that eating habit. It ain't fun in there. Yeah. Um, where do you think everything is about to go with everything going on? I'm not going back in the top of real quick. I'm going to go. I'm going to veer off real quick. Well, how do you think everything is going to end up after all this shit goes down? Mm. I don't know, man. I can't call it, to be honest with you. Um, I mean, to be honest, the, like... A lot of the stuff that's happening now, people were doing it before. It's just more prevalent. Like, people are already socially distant. People are already antisocial. People are already, you know, wanting to confine themselves into their cribs. It's just like, now everybody has to do it. You know, so if anything changes, it'll be more so the people that's used to being out in the world, they have to readjust back to being out in the world from being inside. Um, but I don't, I don't think, uh, too much is going to change. You know what I mean? Um, a lot of true colors from people may be shown, uh, more prevalent than they mm-hmm. used to be. It's just like, oh, I'm out here now. I got to act a fool because I got to make up for all that time that I missed. You know what I'm saying? So I don't, I don't know. I don't think too much is going to change because, 
uh, Americans' attention spans are so short. You know, oh, everybody's on this now. Everybody's on that now. Everybody's on this now. Everybody's on that. Like I don't, I don't, I don't think I don't think it's gonna be too too drastic. Mm, so how I'm looking at it is in a business standpoint. Right now, there's a lot of opportunity out right now. So the people that are in, that are legitimate introverts and everything that have all the ideas can use this platform as everybody. You're stuck at home. Well, guess what? I got a product that you have no other choice but to look at because you have nothing else better to do. So they can push whatever product that they want, and they're going to get some kind of view on it. So by the time all this is, you know, the smoke clears, they'll be booming. They'll be good. The people that have been sitting in the house the entire time that yeah. are used to being in the dark, they're going to be able to prosper versus the people that's already been out and socially just a butterfly. They're going to wither away until, you know, that time comes back around. But there's going to be a lot of new businesses that's, that's going to pop up. A lot of old businesses are already going under as it is. I don't know if you guys heard about Neiman Marcus. Yeah. They're already about to file for bankruptcy. You feel me? So all the up-and-coming yeah. people, you know what I'm saying, if you're into clothing or anything like that, this is your time to hone your craft and show show your progress. You know what I'm saying? Yo, I see sex prices going down, You know what I'm saying? Tell me when I see sex going down. Y'all speak my language. Look, look, prices, prices are going down now, but when, when everybody gets back it's into the world, I'm not worried about it. Yeah, I'm getting on. I'm getting on. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I definitely agree with what Smiles was saying. And on top of that, like, I hope, I, I, I can't say what is going to happen, but I hope that people really start tapping into their inner entrepreneur. Like, at the end of the day, businesses are shutting down. So we need to get back to mowing lawns, to walking dogs, to doing like to doing the little shit that we used to do, building communities and building relationships and shit. Like, those small businesses right now might also start flourishing because people are still going to need work. You feel me? Prices and price point might be a little bit shaky right now. But people still need certain necessities, especially being home. People paying more detail to being at home. Like, oh, damn, I do need to get this roof fixed. Damn, this gutter is leaking. Fuck this toilet. Don't. You feel me? Like, people are finna tap in more. You know, and so I think people need to tap into their inner entrepreneur and, like, like what Smile said, but really what you value, like, what do you have that you bring value to? And how can you market yourself? How can you make money? Because the economy is getting lower right now. Prices are down. But like Aaron said, that's not going to stay like that. The market is continuously going up and down, even when there isn't a virus that social media is pumping up because people are dying all over the place. Like there are literally locusts in East Africa tearing down crops and really threatening civilization. There's this other, like it's like dengue fever or something um, in Asia that's fucking with people. Like there's hella, there's mosquitoes really taking people out right now. Like, there's hella other shit going on than just the coronavirus. Um, so the whole world is going through shit right now. So we're going to go down, and then it's going to go back up. It always it always repeats itself. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, wait till it gets to its lowest point and strike. Strike. If you're into stocks, mm-hmm. if you're into your cryptocurrency, anything like that, strike at the lowest uh, point. Because right now, crypto is going right back up. And still be smart about it, though. Like, don't just be investing in anything. Oh, yeah. You feel me? Like, take advantage of the good stuff. Like, still do your research. Don't just be putting your money anywhere because that shit might not come up when the economy come back up. Right. Like, definitely do your research. But for sure, do that. 
Definitely, definitely. Then, I tell you what, though, what I did not see coming is the people that are like on top of the game: toilet paper, tissue, hand sanitizer. If I would have known that an epidemic would have happened and a hand sanitizer was the number one thing on the on person's list, like yo, yeah, they making the biggest come up right now. The biggest come up between that and toilet paper, they making the biggest come up. And, 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 and. That and face mask. Oh yeah, face mask. I was at the gas station. I was at the gas station yesterday. They're selling one face mask for three dollars. It went up fifty dollars for a box. Like. What the fuck? And then, and mind you, these are the face masks that have been proven that they don't even help. They don't even protect you. They don't protect the person no, who no. gives it. They don't do that. And y'all charging three dollars for these motherfuckers. Hey, America is is and built ignorance. on capitalism, capitalism and so each way they can find. And then, especially yep, right sorry. now, while the economy is down, people are definitely trying to make money off of extra shit. You feel me? Some shit's going down, but there are some things people like, oh, we know you need this, so we know you're going to pay for it. How much do you really need it? But like you said, Aaron, that's always how it's worked. That's always... And Mm -hmm. then, I really just hope that this shutdown don't last too long because eventually with people not working, yes, there are supplies. Yes, there are food banks. Yes, there are people that give supplies and shit, but it's going to get ugly with the... I guess it depends on where you are, but in a lot of areas that are going to be affected the most, the robbing and taking, if this shit lasts too long and people really can't provide for their family, people really can't, I can't imagine how many doors are going to get kicked in. And if you're not ready to protect yourself, like, and, and granted, like I said, right now it's only two weeks, you know, three weeks, whatever. But if they keep saying, oh, it's going to be two weeks, oh, it's going to be another two weeks, like if it keeps prolonging, there's only so long before crime is gonna get real ugly too, and wow, I'm not, yeah. you feel me? I'm not trying to see yeah. that. But at the end of the day, history <laughs> always repeats itself, and our generation hasn't really gone through a civil war. Like we really haven't had a war of the people. And I'm not saying I want it to happen, but times like this make me feel like it's possibly on the verge. And I got a question for you guys. Do y'all believe the things that these nurses and, and doctors are saying? Like I was watching I was watching something on um I think it was either Twitter or it was like Instagram or something like that. And it was a doctor basically saying like it's not it's not the coronavirus killing people, it's like 5G killing people and all this other type of stuff. And she was also saying like ooh, ooh. she was saying that she was well she was saying she was saying the virus isn't as strong as people think it is because in eighty degree weather it dies away. So I just wanna know how like are people are you guys like listening to ooh, all the conspiracy ooh, ooh. I don't, or I don't take anything to heart, but I don't rule really anything ooh. out. Yeah, oh, I and got I think one. it depends. Like, yeah, like I watch the news, but then I also drive Lyft, right? So I've picked up nurses from the hospital, and we really talked about shit. And a lot of people that I've talked to, I'm not gonna say they downplay it, but they definitely say that the media plays a large part in why it's such a panic. Because if you look at, if you just look oh, up uh, viruses and things like that, like viruses take out millions, thousands, hundreds of thousands, of millions of people every year. 
every year. Yep. If social media wasn't pumping this up, I'm not saying that people shouldn't be cautious. I'm not saying that people shouldn't, you know, listen to the rules that are being set. But what I am saying is that there are various viruses and diseases going around in multiple countries right now that are taking people out aside from COVID. And the numbers that we have, although they are still going up, although you look at numbers and you'd be like, oh, damn, more people are dying. It's still not matching up with the numbers of people that have died from other things. It's just unfortunate that when a new disease comes or a new strand of a disease or a virus, whatever, you have, it takes time to figure out a cure. It takes time to figure out the antidote. It takes time to figure out. And normally we're not as privy to what's going around as soon to where people have time to figure out how to fix it before everybody's panicking. But now, because we have dumbass in the uh, president's office, everybody is panicking. Um, and then there's also hella other shit that's going around. Like I said, he's been trying to do immigration laws, and there are laws that are flying by right now with him closing down borders and not allowing shit that he's been trying to get through Congress that are flying by. Like, there's hella other underlying shit that's going on. Right now, he is sweeping through polls um, as far as the election coming up because people aren't really worried about their uh, who they're electing and who we're and going and voting and shit. People are just trying to, what they think, is stay alive and survive. And it's real interesting that this outbreak that he's allowed to be Let a me. hero for comes right after he was supposed to be impeached and had a very negative cloud over him and now while people are desperate and oh he finna send us a thousand dollars oh he finna send us twelve hundred while we're oh he do kind of care he do give a fuck no but now he might get a couple more votes and shit because people aren't paying attention to other shit so I'm not saying don't protect yourself but if all they saying is keep your area clean and wash your hands you should be doing that shit anyway so you feel me so do that definitely do that please keep doing that for sure but i ain't saying like i don't know bro i'm not saying it's not hey. hella serious but hold on hold on hold on so i feel you because america hold on, always so i wanted to talk about the three the the 5g joint yeah. right so i'm gonna I'm help y'all out right so my background's in cybersecurity as well as me being in the military mm-hmm. right so i'm gonna let y'all know a little bit of something 5g's been around for a very long time you guys have no idea. Matter of fact, 5G is in your home right now. You've been living with 5G for years. 5G is also a double form of Wi-Fi. So that being said, your router that you have in your house right now has been putting out that kind of energy the entire time. So for people with a big platform that's blaming 5G for a virus to, to, to help it out, come on, man. We got to do better than that. Let's be smart. You know what I'm saying? One does have nothing to do with the other. Trust me, you know what I'm saying. That's what. That's why I wanted to ask you guys because it kind of really didn't make any sense. Like, how do you go from like circuits and shit to like actual? Yeah. Like, well, but they're violence. saying because the radioactivity like, of us having our phone so close to us and the five G is a higher level of connectivity that's why it's in routers and shit because it's a better connection so that's why they're putting in your phones people always complaining about their service so they trying to up that but the more you up that the more radioactivity is around you too so they're not saying that like it's the cause of covid but they're saying that some people's bodies are more susceptible susceptible how the fuck you say that there we go susceptible susceptible what he said So, I'm not doing it again. So, I'm not doing it again. So, the, what he said. 
And um, see, that's that's why that, I was kind of like, confused because yeah. that's why I was kind of confused because when I think of radiation, and I could be really uh, naive about this, but when I think of radiation, I think automatically cancer. Like, you get what I'm saying? So I wasn't even thinking on some like, okay, so we went from germs to like... Yeah, so like when it comes down to, to, to the whole network and everything, we're always around different types of technology. A lot of technology that you have in your house, whether it's all or on, it's going to emit some type of activity. You can get radiation off your microwave because that's what microwave, it is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Fact. Depending on what kind of watch. Especially if you're a microwave chef, <laughs> that's it. That's all you eat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All the, you know what I'm saying? Your hot pockets and all that stuff is all in your system. Like, you know what I mean? Yo, I ain't had a hot pocket so, like, It's over with when it comes to that. But like, what I wanted to put out is the fact that People that have a platform, you know, people that listen to you, like, if you don't have hard concrete proof, then don't put it out there because, you know, you're just going to mislead people and you're just not as, you, you know, you're just as bad as the next right. person. You Niggas are saying? more concerned about being so, first instead of being right. Exactly. But, and, yeah, and, you know, the lie is more entertaining than the truth. So people's going to run with the yeah. lie and whether the truth is right there in front of them. So, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, people going to believe what they want to believe. Like, if they feel that why, I mean, 5G is what it is, then get a brick phone. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> it's, it's over with. It's over with. You know what I'm saying? Like, you've been living with it. I was in Iraq in 2018, right? And I had 5G. Somebody tell me that. I ain't got no corona. Yeah, word. I got rum. But you know what I'm saying? But that's that's different though. Like we in the US and we worry about the wrong thing. You know what I'm saying? Just I think that's what scares me the most about everything. Like not even necessarily saying like the coronavirus isn't something that we should all take serious. Like like you said, like, you know, wash your hands, do what you need to be doing on a regular basis. But I think it's just scary that it's just so much stuff that we as people really don't even fucking know about when it comes to everything that they doing in their government and I think that's what scares me the most because ain't no telling what the fuck this nigga in office got going on and what he got Let me under his sleeve and all this other type of stuff that's part of the reason why but, but like, like I said like America has been up to stuff for years, decades mm-hmm. like centuries they've been doing some, some crazy wild shit all the time because if we think about everything as a whole, it, it has always and forever will be about population control. Like it's gonna be about, oh, there's too many people in America. You know, there's too many children being born or there, there's so much traffic in this one area and all of this, like they've, they've been trying to uh, control the population for years. So, I, like I said, I don't move anything out, but I also don't take it to heart because it's just like they could be up to something, but I'm not just going to jump out there with what everybody says because if that was the case, then I would believe everything and I'd always be scared. So, now I'm not with it. All I'm trying to say is that, like, if you hear information coming from certain sources, you should know better. Like, there's yeah, never, sure. never in my life I sat down and was like, let me hear YG's political view <laughs> on what's going on in the world. You feel me? Shout out to Lil Buddha, but god damn, man. Like, I'm not about to listen to this dude when it comes down to some shit like that. True. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you, you can say that, but like, 
until you actually listen to what he said and like take it for what he said, like, oh, he was actually bro, on something. Oh, like he, he wasn't talking. I'm not, bro. Like, but the thing about a see, and I'm an artist, so this, just coming from an artist standpoint, part of an artist's job is to inform the people. So if he just goes out there, he's just talking about whatever, then yeah, okay. But if he goes out there and he's actually on to something, then you know, it is there's pros and cons to it. There's there's two sides to that type of story, or three if you you know, you count the truth. But it is what it is, dog. Like I wouldn't like I said, don't rule it out until you hear it out. All right. And even when you hear it, don't believe all of it. Like, you know what? Like, I agree with you said. But my question to you, since you're an artist as well, when do you take responsibility when it comes down to the information that was put out earlier that was incorrect and it just ended up blowing past by, but your core fan base still rocks with you and they'll do anything that you said and everything that you put out is is like word. You know what I'm saying? Like, what do you so do at this are point? Are you talking about from a general standpoint or just coming from me or you want both? I, let me get both. So I can get a whole okay you know, the whole entire picture. From a general standpoint, uh, I believe that you, if you make a mistake, you should correct yourself. Naturally, you know what I'm saying. You should, the same way you inform those same people about, uh, you know, what you said, and they rock with it. If you find out you made a mistake, you need to inform them same people that you made a mistake and tell them to rock with that too. You know, like you're you're only human, and the wisest person in the world knows that he or she does not yeah, know that's everything. Not a lot of wise people so, here. Let's be real. Yeah, that's fact. But that's that's just how I see it as a general standpoint. Now, a standpoint coming from myself, even in the music I make, I don't talk about anything I don't know about. So if I'm not out there shooting things and selling crack, I'm not going to get on the track and say I sell crack and I shoot things. You know what I'm saying? I will shoot somebody if I have to. Like, if you fuck with my family, then, yeah, I'll, I'll do that, and I'll talk about that. But I'm not just going to say, like, oh, you made me angry. I'm going to shoot you. Like, nah, chill out. Like, so I, I don't – like I said, I don't talk about stuff that I don't do. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to talk about stuff that I wouldn't do. So I'm not going to just jump out, jump off the cliff and say something ignorant and have my fans thinking, oh, or the people that listen to music, oh, he actually does this shit when I don't. Like, oh. He does it, so I should do it too. No, because I know the type of influence that my my carry. So no, I, I got too much uh, possible power to do some stuff like that, and I'm not just gonna have everybody out here looking stupid because I care about people. Okay. So no. All right. So I heard, I hear both sides and respect it. Definitely respect it. Especially the artist standpoint, just like you said, if you don't know anything about that situation, you wouldn't speak about it. Especially if you put it in your music and anything like that, that makes you more authentic as a human being, and your music is more credible. I like that. You know what I'm saying? But when it comes down to you know case by case basis with everybody else in the populace, we can't speak for them. We only could just listen to what they have to say, and you know. Whether you agree or not, there's there's a lot of bullshit that come out of the industry when it comes down to that. There's a sure. lot of false narratives that get pushed out too. Bro, I was t I was talking to my homies earlier about this, and you know I feel like a lot of music also influences how we craft our relationship too, because if you notice back in the day, 
people used to sing about love. People used to rap about, uh, you know, peace. Of course, you had gangster rap, but there was, I don't think there was as much gangster. There was hip hop. Now the balance has shifted to where there's more gangster rap. There's more people out here using drugs. There's more people out here just fucking hoes to fuck hoes. You know what I'm saying? And like, People used to be more into like the R and B side of things and the singing side of things, and now people are more into the rap Man, side, I love side that, of niggas. things. I this straight so back to where I wanted to fucking get to. So, with that being said, with the insecurities, John, yeah, this nigga's <laughs> nigga, because I was about to Maybe go there when we started talking about music. I was like, oh, these niggas are amazing. So, with the insecurities as a topic, right? Will music? I want to say, will music has music now? more so fostered the fake image? Because you remember you just said, you was like, yo, there was more love and love your W shit that was back in the day. And now it's just like, yo, fuck hoes and get money. I'll fuck your bitch and pay for her bills and let her come back to you and do what the fuck ever. Does that now put niggas on edge to want to move like that? Because it's in the music more so often or more so like be more careful and weary. And that's why niggas don't let their chick go out all the time and shit like that. Of course. Of course, because as a male artist, you have to have dudes want to envy you and women want to fuck you. That's how you're a successful male artist. So, like, you know what I'm saying? If you tell people, if you speak the message of, oh, I, I fucked your bitch and I did all this shit and then I, she sucked my dick and she went back home to you and she kissed you, niggas is going to want to do that same shit. And women are going to gravitate to that image because that's all they're throwing. Oh, the bad boy image. Bad boy image, the bad boy image. I need a bad boy, and I'm gonna go get that shit. You know, what I'm saying? That, that's that's all we're fed. It's it's honestly, it's a form of propaganda. Mm. Definitely. Is. Mm. So, <laughs> absolutely. Oh, matter of fact, let me add on to that. First, first, shout out to Manny for getting mad excited because <laughs> we was going on. That's fine. I like that. He had that question lined up for everybody. Heard you. So check this out, right? Since we're all in the music and stuff now. So insecurities, right? You know how people are struggling with their own identity? So check this out. We have a new culture that's going to start real soon because I don't know if you guys heard, but probably the biggest rat in hip-hop just got out of prison, right? So check check this out, right? Um, Takashi69. Right, so for him to do what he did and got out as fast as he did, right? We understand the role that he played. So he did step into the shade room today, and you know, uh, I want to say it was the governor of Cali was talking about some will reward people for you know snitching on businesses if they um are violating pretty much the policy of not being you know open and all that other right. COVID-19 stuff, right? And he just jumped in there and was like, I got you, basically. You know what I'm saying? Paraphrasing. Not worth for word for him. So now, for him to have a, a a platform that he has, he may not have the streets, but he still has the young minds and the people that don't care about that whole gangster persona that he put out. So the snitching or the tattletale or the Tell them how it is. Whatever you want to, you know, put it out there. That whatever narrative you want to put out there, that's gonna be another way that's gonna come in there. So, my thing is, it's gonna either help with the identity crisis with some people because there's a lot of good 
good uh, male and female artists that's out there that are portraying something different than what they actually are. For him to portray something that he actually is, and he's actually cool with that. Now, how would you think that's going to work as far as the populace goes? You going to think a lot of gangsters that like a lot of gangster music going to pay attention to what he does and start telling? Or do you think it's just going to be copacetic and nobody's going to care what he does? Bruh, or nothing as, else is going to happen? As we know, it, the, the snitch snitch wouldn't be a terminology if there were no snitches, if they didn't exist, bro. There's a, there's the hardest niggas can be a snitch, bro, and you won't even know until they get that pressure put on them. You oh, know yeah. what I'm saying? So, like, there's always going to be a snitch in every situation, whether they acknowledge the fact that they're doing it or not. You know, dry snitching is a thing, too. You could be snitching because you talk too much. You know what I'm saying? And you're not realizing what you're saying until it's too late. Like, (laughs) there's snitches out there always, bro. So, it just depends on, uh, uh, you know, who's going to allow it to happen and who doesn't. You know, it, it... the people have more of a say in this than anything. So if that culture comes in and we allow it to happen, then it's going to go through. If we don't allow it to happen and we treat 6 9 the same way we've been doing R. Kelly to where you don't really pe- hear people bumping his shit like that because of all the shit that he's been doing and all of that shit. Yeah, all right. Uh, but uh, yeah, bro, like... We, not a lot of people rock with him. There's going to be some people. Um, this is, this is but, true. Um, you know. And that, so, but like the insecurity standpoint, though, like there are some people that are like undercover snitches, right? It's in their blood, it's in their heart, but they're they have a whole different, you know, entity and a whole different persona that they hold on to, and you know they're itching to tell, but they know they can't. But they have somebody that's in a position to where like it's okay, you can tell. You're only going to get a slap on the wrist, you know, clear your conscience and do what you do. Now, do you think that's going to help with society or you think it's going to fuck it up? I think I think more so it's going to take a lot of people's uh, a lot of people that say they got street code. Put that shit to the test. Honestly, niggas that move that said they move in a certain fashion. Now you got to see because now everybody out here is willing to turn over a new uh, turn over on somebody to be able to get they they leniency to get something more lenient than what they would have gotten in the original in the original case. Like a lot of niggas that really move real deal by the code are all locked up because they move by the code, and nobody they never said nothing. So you left out in the streets by these little kids learning from niggas that never been out here, like Takashi. Takashi was one to flip as soon as that nigga got, even yeah. saw the FBI. Oh, feds, feds, nigga, I'm not. No, I don't know what Treyway is. I don't know. That shit was just made up. Boom, boom, boom. It's not a gang. Like, that nigga started throwing everybody under the fucking bus and denouncing everything as soon as he had a, a whiff of, a sniff of the feds on his ass. You feel me? Let me ask you a question. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying like, you know, you seem like this type of person, but in all honesty, if you was put in a situation like that, right? Would you would you would you tell the feds everything? Like would you be one of the people that made all the table like this? I would be full willingly knowing that I, what I was getting into could I possibly get me to consent. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Before like, I even not, got into this, sake. Like, nah, it's not just not going down like that. But if you want to put me into Kashi's fucking small ass shoes, fine. I can try. 
but at the same time, like that nigga was a manipulating situation as well. So it's like I feel like he should have still went down anyway. Because you not only was you not a part of this, but you finessed everybody else to be able to use you to use them. And at the end of the day, because with the information he knew, he was able to throw everybody else under the bus and walk away clean. Like that nigga wasn't setting up shit. Nigga, you set up a couple of hits. You still walked away. You told niggas like, hey, yo, you know what I'm saying? We're going to rock this way and boom, 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 bam, bam. Like, and made money off niggas. And now you walking away while everybody doing life plus. I tell you what though, Takashi's uh, homies was really about that his, life. Those wasn't his he gonna, he ain't gonna be able to listen. Those listen. were people he paid listen, to protect listen, him. Let me finish, Linda. <laughs> if those were his homies, quote unquote, then they was really about that life. He ain't gonna be able to move the same all them way he used to move. All them niggas is locked. All them niggas is locked. Because they didn't like, so, Not so, so there's so, people in the pocket that if you a real gangster, you're supposed to have people in the pocket that nobody knows about. Oh, I need this guy here, cool, and they handle their business. You never they in and out of there. Never know they're talking, there. talking about some Takashi. street shit. Yeah, we t- so like so when it comes down to that situation, I got personal friends that got knocked. You know what I'm saying? Free new. You know what I'm saying? That's my guy. So. Noob gets knocked for 17 for all this nonsense, right? Truth be told, if in Takashi's shoes, wouldn't say a damn thing. Because number exactly. one, you know what you signed up for. And if you didn't, keep your mouth shut because that's all you see. I don't care what kind of movie you ever watched, what they always tell you at the beginning of the movie. Don't exactly. squeal, right? Exactly. Don't say nothing. You know what I'm saying? He could have been solid. He would have been good. You know what I'm saying? Look at Bobby and Rowdy. You know what I'm saying? They about to get. They about Look to come them. home with so much love. They about to. They about to come home with love, and they'll be able to continue on with their career just for the fact of Bobby took half of Rowdy's um time. Was like, nah. You know what I'm saying? He don't need to do the blunt of that. Let's do the same. So it comes with a personal morals, values, and principles that you're supposed to have for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm the, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Some people got the G code. Like, I understand. Like, I only can speak for myself. I know what kind of life I live and all that stuff. I know who I'm affiliated with. So there's no mm-hmm. way I can't say a damn thing. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, other people, they're like, they throw football numbers at you. It's a wrap. Don't even offer him water. They about to just go ahead and start pen? singing. With a you know with a mic, the mic right here. Give me my first and last you know name. You sure you need to talk? Pen. Like niggas will start squealing quick. You feel me? Like it doesn't matter. So it's an unfortunate situation that people had to go through. A lot of people lost, you know, family members and everything like that, just because a kid, a rainbow-headed kid, literally just pimped out a whole bunch of old people because they like money. Money. <laughs> Bro, the one thing that don't that kind of right. losing this fucking value every other day. Exactly. The American dollar because they've been fucking it up. <laughs> other countries, unless you third world and you really not prospering out here, other countries who have their shit together, they don't go through the same type of shit America goes through. Like our healthcare is like one of the lowest ones in the world. Like <laughs> Come on, bro. 
Like, America's fucked up. So for them to just do some more fucked up shit, that's why with all this corona shit going on, I'm really not scared, bro. And and I've been meaning to put this shit on, on my uh my social because, again, I am an artist and it is to inform the people. But like, like most devs said, fear not a man because man must die. And it's also in the Bible, bro. Like, I'm not... You know what I'm saying? I'm aware, but I'm not scared of Let me tell you shit. what the ill finesse that Trump is pulling right now with who we were talking about earlier, how we just let him skate with a lot of shit he was doing previously with the impeachment and everything. He's using the language you would use in wartime towards the virus. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so yeah. It's almost to a point where he's trying to galvanize the people against COVID, the virus. We got to fight against the virus. We got to, it's almost like the, what they did with 9 11 when the Bush was like, yo, we need to go over there and handle what's going on in Iraq and Iran. And it was really Afghanistan, we should have been in Saudi Arabia, we should have been worried about. But they went over there for a whole different purpose and used that as the cover. Like, boom, we're going to go ahead and do this. Like, Trump, what president have you known that went through war times, left his seat? I'll wait. You feel what I'm saying? If you use war conversation and war turns to get people riled up and thinking we got to fight this, fight that, you're not going to switch seats of the president. He's going to fit. He's going to have to finish this up. So it's like, is it? Yeah, nah. It's from, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you're right, bro. You absolutely correct. In that situation. You know, yeah, but you know what? People got to realize. Fact. He's only the front man. You still got three branches. You know what I'm saying? President, he, you got you got to remember this is this is a regular dude that's in office now. You know what I'm saying? He's he's regular. He if you legitimately take away the money and where he's like everything else, he's just a regular dude. Think about it. Everything that he's saying or the way that all his knowledge is coming in is legitimately off the fly. Like this dude did not go to school for this. You know what I'm saying? So people got to take what he says with a grain of salt. Pay attention, but with a grain of salt. You got to realize the president is the front man. You know what I'm saying? He's the president. He's not the CEO. You feel me? Everybody everybody knows the president. Nobody talks about the CEO. You feel me? Yeah, he can't even get half the stuff he wants passed without other people passing it. But then that's when it comes to, like, the people he got under him, too. They... That's Some why you have the core branches. Of course. Yeah. You just but have you one branch realize. taking over and covering everything you, and making sure everything's straight. We would have been fucked. But I tell you what, what he did, what he did was what any regular person would have did: cleared house and hide his homies, and then find them and shit getting bad. <laughs> straight up. Yeah. Yeah. You ain't gonna tell me. You ain't gonna tell me like, oh. I made it. My homies are gonna make it. But if some shit fuck up, I'm gonna cut sling low. And guess what? You all right? You still the homie though. But you gotta be over there. Play your part. I'll break Facts. you off something. I that's mean, exactly that's, all, that's like. all it is. That's why. That's the reason why. When I look at when I look at him, no matter he is the the commander chief. You know what I'm saying? I understand. I gotta obligate. You know what I'm saying? All that good stuff. I can't even get mad at certain aspects because I look at it in a different way. I don't hold, like, what he says. Hey, what he says is like a five-year-old running around with a damn knife. Hey, <laughs> don't do it. It's all right. Stop it. You feel me? But, like, <laughs> like you can't take that shit to heart, bro, because we already know how he is. Why be surprised? Yeah. This is year four, right? Are nah. you guys really surprised now? Facts. Aren't you tired? Oh, hell, I'm, I'm fucking exhausted. You know what I'm saying? But we got another... 
I'm putting it out there. We got another four. Oh, I already know. Don't worry I, I, about I, it. We like got another I said, four. with everything that's been going down, I already it, saw it. Like, all right, man. Yeah. And, and he's leading the polls. Like, and Biden, Biden's not a good rep. We can't have Biden going up against this nigga. This nigga's telling him, telling people like, hey, my sister's holding up his wife's hand. Like, my nigga's like, he's not here. And that's going to be our democratic elect. Hey, I, the only way that he loses is if you find somebody equally as ignorant and, you know what I'm saying? That's it. You just gotta choose the better at this point. Whoever's qualified, yeah, ain't going they already right. and, and they already fucked Bernie you know out, out, that, out that position too. Because if, if you, bro, if you got if you if you're able to sit there and hey, say I'm, I'm going to open up another branch of a military called the Space Force, and you have another dude come up on the mic talking about some, and you ask him a question, what do you think Space Force is for? And they say to fight space ISIS, bro. Yeah. <laughs> You got power in your boat. If you got the masses talking about space ISIS, come on, man. That's crazy. I didn't even hear that shit. Space ISIS, my nigga. Yes. And but those are the people that are voting. So if you want to see change, vote. Shit, I hear that. That's one of them. Like vote, nigga, vote. But if that's the case, though, like you got to start from the bottom up because you're gonna try to go and try to go for this election, like nigga, this is kind of like, all right, all right, chalk it up as a dub for that guy. Like, what's they they want to do a lot of revamping in this next election, pretty much. Like, they gotta come with a whole new game plan. Like another four years, another four years, we got everybody got to come with a different game plan because now it's gonna be a clean slate. All right, we had the black president. We let deal with that. A lot of niggas didn't like that shit. Now we got this dumbass in here. Now we really gotta make a move because it's a it's almost like yeah. you go black, yeah. and you go regular. Because so that popular really makes a difference now. Like it's the president damn near gotta be popular as fuck to even get everybody's attention. Yeah. Besides his fucking policies, like. We let we let a nigga that don't really know sh- that didn't know shit. We was talking about Obama, how he barely he didn't really have no experience. This nigga has zero, winging it right now. Hey, he, want, he he's, that's the only person I know that can wing it for four years straight. That shit is amazing right now. Like <laughs> this nigga out here bringing so much anxiety out on people that it's, it's hard to even like. I don't know how niggas keeping their composure sometimes. Because it always seems like any second, like, fuck the COVID, any second we can be in the middle of a war just because this nigga has said the wrong shit the wrong way. I mean, you knew that, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like this was the perfect setup. You know what I'm saying? Like, even even when he first got in the office, this, this, the shit that he did with the Republicans holding this much of the House it hasn't happened for an extremely long time. So they America knew as a whole what they were doing. Like Obama was in office. Haha, that was cute. We let y'all have y'all time. It felt good, didn't it? Okay, back to brass tag, bitch. Mm. Like, come on, bro. I, I don't even know. I don't even know. Is this is one of the few times where I can sit there and I usually be having a good point. But when you when you just really look at how everything's going on, like yo, you gotta just move it out one day at a time and pay attention. There's really no, there's really no game plan for this shit. Nah, I mean, yo, at the end of the day, 
all we could do is play our part at this moment. So, I mean, instead of worried about the wide scheme of things, you got to worry about what you can control. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, if you can control your, if you can control your piece of pie, then you good. You know what I'm saying? Like, do things that's within your power, right? So, if you're all in Georgia and you ain't got nothing bad on your record, get you a concealed carry. It's like $77. I've right? been had that, boy. Go, you know what I'm saying? Go get you, go get you a nice little blammer from the store. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or you could, you could order it online and get it sent to a store. You know what I'm saying? You know, they do a little quick background check. It takes, like, two seconds, and That's, you got you one at the crib. You got that concealed carry license. You just go pick that shit up. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And all the reason why I'm bringing this up is because it's a part of the rights that we have. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people talk about how being oppressed or anything, but without reading, you got to realize that there's so many rights that we have that we don't exercise because people don't read and understand. They just listen to the next person or you listen to your Instagram lawyer. So what I'm trying to push now is like everybody running around here with the blammer, the pistol, if you don't know what I'm talking about, or the burner, however you want to say it, right? The heat, go go get you one. I got no issue with it, but be smart with it. Like mm-hmm. get you a concealed carry if you have nothing on your record. For all the gangsters that's out there, I'm talking to them too because guess what? I know how you guys move too. Most of you haven't been locked up. Go get your concealed carry permit and start walking around here dirty. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Out here with the three five and everything, thinking that you, you know what I'm saying, you scarface, bro. Get legal, man. That's one less thing that the cop needs to worry about, right? So, you know what I'm saying? Especially if you're you're paranoid and if you didn't even pay attention to anything that's been going on, the only thing I would say, get your concealed carry, get your gun, get a whole bunch of bullets, and you're good to go, right? Because if you're a doomsday prepper, you're going to need something, right? If you believe in zombies, you got something. So, I mean, at the end of the day, why not have it, right? Yep, and not just that, uh, get you a bag to fill up with, you know, water, first aid kit, you know, all that stuff. Do that. So as soon as that shit goes down, you just snatch that shit and go. You know what I'm saying? That and also, if you think about it, this is the closest to martial law we've ever gotten that we've seen. Facts. Like, this shit's kind of crazy. Not just in the South. I can only imagine like what's going up in New York and Jersey. Like, that shit is, that shit is crazy out there right now. Yeah, um, they definitely are cursing and everything, but people still outside though, you know. It's only so many people that's roaming around, anything like that. Also, I would touch on martial law too, because so military wise, the only people that are mobilized on on USO will be mm-hmm. the National Guard, right? So, um, the National Guard, yeah, they're they're part of the military. They are weekend lawyers, <laughs> which I call them, but. You don't really got if you gotta get crusty with somebody in the National Guard. I'm not saying get crusty with somebody in the National Guard, but you won't be impressed. I'm just gonna I'm gonna put it to you like that. You won't be impressed. All right. And I'm talk it doesn't matter, male or female, you won't be impressed. Trust me. Yeah, you, you'll be all right. You know what I'm saying? You will be all right. <laughs> That's the really thing. Like, the weekend warriors. They, they like security. They ain't cops, they just security. Just think of just think of uh uh, uh let me see uh Friday after next uh. the holy moly donut <laughs> shop you feel me 
<laughs> you know, Clyde and Dodo. I ain't getting I ain't getting down with nobody unless my back is against the wall, bro. That's it. Well, you know, to bring man. this full circle, right? Dang. With insecurities, we're just gonna break it down like this. There's certain things that you might be insecure about that might be, you know what I'm saying, something that holds you back from certain certain what's the word I'm looking for? Certain yeah, ventures you want to be get out into in the world and things of that nature, or even stuff that you just rather want to deal with yourself and make yourself a better person just for you. Um this is one of the perfect times to kind of work on that because it's kind of forcing you to be in the crib and kind of deal with some of that shit instead of running from it. And a lot of times when you're running from insecurity, you're not you're just suppressing it by bad habits or just keeping busy and just never really going to run into it and face it. And this is kind of the time where you like, if you want to take that time, take that time. It's you by yourself. Nobody can judge you. It's really like you and your one self. Like get that shit together. And um, I was looking at some things that might, you know what I'm saying, help get that shit off. And the one thing that this nigga G4 always fucking says, self-awareness. All right. Understand you and how you tick. And then be better understand like how you take around other people. If something goes on, you can identify it. Not only identify, you can explain to somebody else why you feel that way. Then you gotta always walk around in the dark or suppressing some shit that is not even that's not it might be not might not be that serious for you to be able to get that deeply emotional about the situation. Like I understand that boom, this is what triggered the nigga. Let's go ahead and process why it triggered. Let's go about this process and trying to get it fixed. If it can't get fixed, then walk away from and leave that person that's causing that. A lot fuck alone. Some people that care about somebody too fucking much always want to be like try to see the betterment in somebody. And sometimes you just gotta see them from face value. Like you can't always you can't always put up a persona or the image that you see of that person. Sometimes you gotta accept them for what they are. Um, open and honest communication. Like nigga, if you can't tell me how you feel or explain how you feel then just, nothing's going to get fixed. We're just going to have a revolving door of problems because then you sit there and suppress your feelings when you feel like you're not getting hurt. So you sit there and express it in a whole different way that's not conducive to the situation. Or you talk too fucking much to a point where somebody can't understand it and it just sounds like verbal vomit. Like, say what you got to say and let somebody be able to process this shit so they can identify and they'll be like, all right, either I'm going to fix what I do or it kind of help you fix what you got going on or I'm stuck in my ways and just leave me the fuck alone. Because a lot of times, dog, we over we overlooked that to the nth degree, where somebody's not going to change. Old dog, don't learn new tricks type niggas. And sit there and be trying to teach them niggas to roll over. Niggas never rolled over in their fucking life. And I say, see a therapist, my nigga. Last fucking point. Sometimes some people be thinking like, oh, I can talk to my friends and get my shit off. Nah, no. Because some people don't know how to poke out the right questions to get you your own answers. Because therapy is not really somebody out here walking you and saying, this is how you do it. Nine times out of ten, you're going to be talking to yourself when it's a, to a therapist. But somebody's going to ask the question of, hold on, right there. Why did you do that this way? And then make you stop and think about it. Because a lot of times when you're talking, you don't even realize you might have said your own problem before you even got to the solution. Like, I don't know why. And he's talking and like, nigga, that's the problem right there. The fuck? Stop right there and forget all the rest you just said. And why did that come up? Boom. It goes deep and dig into that trigger. And the next thing you know, you go down the whole little mental walkway of realizing like, oh, this shit came from this. Maybe I need to deal with this from the root and then come about it later and then see why it manifests in such a major way. Like Sue said, 
She said she been she been to therapy since she was young, and it, it helped her process certain things or what she go through certain things. Not to just jump off the rip and just get on niggas and be like, ah, lash out. Nah, there was a reason for that person to feel that way to even react to me that way. You feel me? And with those steps, I feel like those can be a starting point. I know it's not necessarily that's a finish point because some things can be. Some problems are more, are much deeper, and how it takes more time to just to get through it. You can't just get over that shit in a couple of days. Sometimes you really have to dig deep and get through it. And um, if you start, you have no excuse but to finish. Some niggas want to stop in the middle and be like, "Oh fuck it," like, "Nah, yo, if you can, if you can start some shit, try to finish it." Therapy can definitely be a starting point to your, to your, to your end goal. You know I mean? And uh, yeah, that's uh. <laughs> that's my dad so to speak man he speak and I appreciate all y'all for being on this bitch Shaj has more smiles Aaron all y'all niggas is dope if y'all anybody want to follow these people you know what I mean you got Sue Simply Sue on Instagram you got Shaj his dream girl on Instagram you got Muted Emotions with Miss Jasmore on Instagram Smile Fits and Kicks on Instagram, it's all gonna be I'm in the bio. And G for the pilot on motherfucking Instagram, and of course, I'm and we out this bitch. You're oh, thank you. <laughs>